Hi, everyone. Welcome into episode number 50 of the Building Up Podcast. This podcast is part of the Bible teaching ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. I'm David McConnell. Thank you guys for being with us today. In episode 50, we're answering this question that was sent in by a member of our church. How do we as Christians encourage non-believers who are going through times of deep loss or grief? Now, I'm very thankful for the heart behind this question, the grace that is leading this person to want to engage with those in their life who are suffering. And sometimes it can be difficult to know how to do that with someone who's not a believer, someone who doesn't embrace the Bible. We know as believers that we're going to face trials, very real times of pain or confusion, frustration and heartache, but we also know that we have the promises of God's Word, the very promises of God to rely on. First of all, we're told that God is sovereign over our lives and over all of our days. God is sovereign, and every one of those days has been written in His book for us before we were born, Psalm 139. We're told that the Lord is the keeper of our lives, that He is the keeper of our going out and our coming in, and that the one who keeps us never slumbers, Psalm 121. We're told that for those who love God, that every day, every circumstance, every joy, and every pain is being used for our ultimate good, Romans 8.28. So that even in the midst of a trial, we can look at the difficulty, we can point, and we can say, ultimately, this is going to be for my joy. Because... The Bible promises us that God uses trials to refine us and to make us complete in godliness, lacking no good thing, James chapter 1. And we are promised that God knows how to rescue His people out of a trial at just the right time, 2 Peter chapter 2. So difficulties are just that. They're difficult and they're not pleasant, but we have these precious promises from God that we can hold on to. And when we face a troublesome day or a troublesome season, we can hold on to these truths. And other believers can come alongside of us and remind us of these truths, and they can exhort us to keep going and to not give up. But as the question infers, that is not true for the ungodly. These promises are for those who are in Christ by grace through faith. They are not promises for those who have not yet come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And so as a believer, we're going to have family and friends and co-workers and acquaintances, people that are in our life who are going through times of difficulty and suffering, and how do we encourage them? If, if we are encouraged by the promises of God's Word, but they do not yet embrace God's Word as true and authoritative, then what do we use to encourage them? How can we possibly help them? Maybe you've had times where you've tried to do this, where you've had someone in your life who rejects God, and you want to comfort them, and you just find yourself not really knowing what to say. And maybe if you were able to even come up with something to say, it felt empty to you. 
uh, like an empty platitude because it, it had no real spiritual depth to it. And what I want to encourage us with today is the understanding that God knew that would be the case. Not only did He know that, but I think God plans and purposes for people to be in our lives who don't yet know Jesus so that we might interact with them in such a way that they can come to know Jesus. And there is often no better time to show someone the love and the hope of God than when they're going through a time of suffering. And I think God, knowing that we would face times like this and knowing that He purposed to have people in our life that we could point to Him, God has given us counsel in His Word so that we can know what to do, some direct counsel and some indirect counsel. But I believe we can look at some of these things and understand how we can encourage someone in the midst of a trial, even someone who's not yet a believer. So for this podcast, we're going to look at three points of counsel from God's Word that help us understand how we can encourage a non-believer in the midst of suffering. Number one, we can serve them. We can serve them. Now this may sound simple, but the Bible shows us that God has intended to use both the words of our testimony about Christ as well as the conduct of good deeds in order to point people to Himself and to salvation and to the comfort that is found in His Word. Jesus taught His followers in Matthew chapter 5, in a passage you're probably familiar with, He told His followers, You are the light of the world. People do not light a lamp and put it under a basket. So let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So here we learn, first of all, it's important that everyone knows we're believers. We shouldn't hide that. The people who are in our lives, who are close to us, they should over time be able to hear and be able to see that we are followers of Jesus. And God plans for us to do good deeds of service that are sourced in the gospel so that those unbelievers can see those good works and perhaps be convinced by them that the gospel is true and be led to salvation in their own lives. People who are going through times of difficulty are usually very open to works of service on their behalf. They're usually very open to receiving good deeds. So take the opportunity to do that. Just consider that person and how you could serve them in some way. And trust that by loving them and serving them, that they are going to see your good deeds and perhaps be moved a little closer to God in the midst of you serving them well. Number two, a second way that we can encourage someone who's not a believer in a time of suffering Consider how God has comforted you in the midst of your trials and then replicate that in their life. Now, this is coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, a passage that we've talked about on earlier episodes of the podcast. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul writes this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. 
He comforts us in all of our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort that we ourselves receive from God. So the people of God receive the direct comfort of God in various ways. And then in His grace, we become conduits of that comfort to other people in our lives, including non-believers. So you can ask yourself, when I was in a trial like my friend is facing, or if I was in a trial like my friend is facing, what would bring comfort to me? What have people done for me in the past that brought comfort to me? What did God direct people to do who were in my life that brought comfort to me in the midst of suffering? Maybe you will remember some type of ministry of good works like we just talked about. Maybe you were comforted by someone's presence. Maybe you were comforted by their willingness to just sit and listen to you or just sit and be with you. Maybe you were aided by a gesture that they did, like a nice home-cooked meal. Or maybe someone came and watched your kids so that you could go and spend some time by yourself or get some things done. Maybe it was a sweet and simple prayer that was offered in your presence. You know, you might be surprised to find how open even non-believers are to prayer on their behalf in the midst of a trial. So think of all of the ways that God has comforted you as a child of His and then use that experience to think through and learn how you can comfort others because that's God's intention. He comforts you and you become a conduit of comfort for someone else. And then number three, a way that we can uh, encourage a non-believer in the midst of their suffering is we can still share the gift of God's Word. Now, I know initially this may seem a bit counterproductive when we're talking about non-believers, but we must keep in mind the supernatural essence of God's Word. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us that the Word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, that it pierces to the division of soul and spirit and it discerns the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So perhaps with non-believers, it's even more essential that we share God's Word in humility and gentleness, but there is absolutely no reason that we shouldn't share it or look for opportunities to do that. We can pray and ask God for a verse, a specific passage, that it would be good to give our non-believing friend in the midst of their suffering. You know, if someone could receive a good quote from a worldly book as encouragement in a time of suffering, how much better would a word from the living book be received? You could even say to this person, you know, I, I know you don't believe as I do, but I have always found comfort from the Bible in the midst of suffering, and I wanted to give you this verse, this verse that's helped me in the past when I was going through a hard time, and maybe this would help you. And so you're presenting it to them with a lot of humility, and you can trust that that word, even if 
in their mind. It's not something they would have turned to on their own. That word can absolutely be powerful and effective in their life. Not only can the word of God that's given in a spirit of humility be welcomed by an unbeliever, but we can hope that God will use that word to bring about spiritual life in someone and bring them to faith in Jesus. The Bible tells us faith comes from hearing, and hearing comes through the Word of Christ. So don't be afraid to share a timely word that the Lord lays on your heart for your unbelieving friend who's going through suffering. So serve them well, good deeds in the name of Jesus. Think about how you've been comforted in the midst of your trials and difficulties in the past and replicate that in their life. And don't be afraid to pray for them and don't be afraid to share the word with them and trust God. Remember, He has sovereignly put you in their lives. It's not accident. It's not chance. God has placed you there and He has placed you to be there in their times of suffering. Suffering, and you can be a conduit of His grace in their life. So don't shy away from that. This is an opportunity to point them to God. This is an opportunity to point them to His comfort. So I hope this has been helpful in trying to answer that question. If you have any comments about this or any further questions about this topic or any topic, you will hear an email address in, in just a moment in the outro. Please take advantage of that. It will come to me, and I will be glad to dialogue with you. If you have a topic for a future episode, uh, we'll put it on the show, and we'll talk about it on one of uh, our future episodes. If you think this would be helpful for someone, please share this podcast with them. We would love for you to do that and get the word out. Until next time, church, thank you for joining us. Grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup@agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepinson.com. Music